If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Headliner Questions beginning... As we speak, I'm Jeff, there's Ira, there's Corey, and we'd like to say hello to our friends at Birch Orthodontics, Dr. Birch and her crew, the best in the business, and uh, as always, we're thankful for their sponsorship, their support of Seminole Headlines, Birch Orthodontics. I like now that you're kind of, uh, now that you've gone through the Birch Orthodontics family and you've gone through the process and you, you can appreciate those straight teeth, now you're like evaluating the teeth of the football players. Well, now I know they're veneers. Did you know that? We figured this out? No, I didn't yeah, hear this. Yeah, it's a thing. Okay, because I did some investigating. Really? Yeah. Well, last week, Corey, it was the day that you had to leave, and I was- or Do you know this for a fact, whatever uh, you're about yeah. to put out here? Yeah, into oh, yeah, the... yeah. I'm not Corey. I've got- I've He's got, got sources. Yeah, he's right. he's not it. just flying off the hip. So so here's the thing. Uh, Ira and I, along with some of the beat there, we're waiting to talk and uh, with with uh, Joshua Farmer, right? And, and Farmer was sitting there, and- as he was speaking, I was kind of to the left of Ira. We were listening to his comments, and he's always engaging and funny to listen to. I like that kid a lot. Yeah. And he's a good player. And so, anyhow, I'm listening and listening, but I couldn't help it. Corey, I just, I was captivated by his teeth. Oh. Beautiful. Okay, perfect, perfect. Perfectly aligned. Okay. I mean, like, everything about white. these teeth. It would be, it would be a commercial. These yeah. are the teeth you would see in a commercial. So, I was thinking, I want to go, hey, you're Dr. Birds, aren't you? Like, that's why I wanted to, I wanted to ask yeah. him. I mean, yeah, that's a Birch, surely you're a going to Birch. Yeah. So he's talking, and the whole time he's talking, I'm just looking at his teeth. I'm not even hearing what he's saying. Right. Could have been gibberish. I'm just staring at his teeth. And uh, it's like Selma Hayek's breasts. I'm just locked in. Josh and, Farmer's and teeth. And there, and there we they, are. They, they elicit the same emotion. Yeah, yeah, locked in. I'm not hearing what Selma's saying. So anyhow, as I'm listening and watching, <laughs> or not watching, not listening, but watching, I'm stunned. And anyhow, it ends up being... Afterwards, I thought, i got to say something. So Ira and I are walking together, just the two of us. Everybody is dispersed. The media is gone. I felt safe. Mm. We're safe in a safe place. place. We're in a safe, safe space. space, yeah. And I turned to Ira. I said, hey, man, did you see that kid's teeth? And he was like, my God. <sighs> he looked at me. He was, they're incredible. I was like, yes. So we shared this moment where we both noticed this man's teeth. Well, then later on, somebody posted a picture, and it wasn't just his teeth, Ira. Yeah. Did you post that? Yeah, I texted oh. to you. Okay, so it was another defensive lineman. Right. Who, who was the other one? His buddy, Daryl Jackson. It was Daryl Jackson's teeth were also perfect. Too perfect. These teeth, you, there's no chance. I don't know. I don't know that I like where this is yeah. going. This is a scandal. So it's not a scandal, but apparently some of the defensive linemen are wearing veneers. Huh. I want to get veneers. 
I, I want to get veneers. veneers after seeing those if, veneers. If that's stunning. the reaction it elicits, oh, blinding. Yeah. Is, that, is that reaction from Jeff Cameron? We they're should blinding. all be wearing veneers. We should be. We should, they're unreal. I don't if know if they're good for you, bad for you, or what. came in one day with the shirt without the shirt on and the veneers, Jeff might. And a uh, jet black goatee. Because uh, <laughs> no. just jet black. No, I'd still laugh at him, but I'm saying. The veneers, <laughs> oh, you'd laugh at me more. If, yeah, I would. The, well, the, well, we don't know if Dr. Burst. We don't know if she does veneer work. I don't know what that is. She I don't even know what could. it is. I'm so out of the loop. I don't know if that's just a thing you can throw on, like for interviews, and then take them off. I don't even <laughs> like know what it. it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> anyway, Dr. you don't. Birch. You don't need them. Dr. Birch will take care of you. Yep. yep. <laughs> is the website. You can get a free consultation, you get, or you can call them. You don't have to go to the web. Call them. Stop by the office. Yeah. She's still waiting for Corey to stop by the office. Yeah. Never has. Go in there and show them uh, Joshua Farmer's teeth. And I want say, these. I want this. I want this, the Birch style. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you, you can payment plans, all the greatest techniques, all the latest techniques, and uh, you can look like Josh Farmer. I mean, whether or not he's endorsing this, you know. Doesn't matter. I, yeah. I just want, I, I today, if you get a chance. Well, I probably won't because he probably won't talk, but I guess I could ask him as he's walking off the field, hey, man, smile. Can you smile real quick? Yeah. Clint writes, since my question on Facebook got overlooked last week, I'll ask here on Twitter. Dear Jeff, the ass man Cameron. How would you rate the posteriors of Fabian Lovett, Jeremiah Byers, and Julian Armella? So he's referencing that it's all about the ass. I've talked about this before, and I'm ahead of my time because later on, Bill Belichick was quoted, and they did this whole thing about he just goes to workouts and the combine and looks at ass. Right. Because that'll tell him all he needs to know. When you're looking at linemen especially. Like Ira back in the day at La Vila. (laughs) Offensive (laughs) and defensive linemen. Very much like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Club La Vila. Is that that's still it. open? I assume. Uh, Why would that ever close? That's right. That's all of us in college at a club, right? So you walk in, and it's just who's got the ass for football coaches. And it's true. If you're looking at offensive and defensive linemen, you want to know who's got a solid base. And uh, that's what Clint's referencing. Because there might be people going, what is going on here? I just wanted them to have a background. Here. Anybody sure. that's listening right now knows you like a good ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it varies. Like, it can mean different things. Uh, so, uh, I would just say, uh, yeah, Fabian's got a lot of ass, plenty of ass there. Uh, Byers got a lot. Byers is a big man who carries it well and really can move for his size. It, it's remarkable. And then as far as Armello goes, he's he, he always had the right body. He's putting on good weight again. So I don't think you want fine. that big an ass for a tackle, right? Like, you got to be able to Depends. move a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you got to be able to move. He, be able he's to move. athletic, man. He really looks the part. I mean, yeah, yeah, more like I think more of a guard. I think Montre Holland back in the day. Oh, good. Corey Please. Simon had the greatest ass in the it's history nuts. of football. It just Crazy. it still goes on for days. He'll appreciate that. I'm yeah, sure. and so you couldn't move Corey Simon. What were we going to do with all that ass? You're dead. Nothing. You're dead. Nothing. Hence, <laughs> all the way into the league. So uh, that's what you're looking for. You want to see? Listen, Corey, you've seen plenty of Georgia football. There's ass everywhere. For days. Uh, it just it goes on. The whole defensive yeah. line looks just like one big one. That's correct. Yeah. See Alabama. Everybody's got to have that championship-level ass on their roster in the trenches. The Florida State's getting there. We're getting there. We, in the past, we had skinny model ass. It wasn't going to get it done. Now, we've got some big ass. This Here is going to be what uh, Ben clips out. This yeah. is going to be the clip yeah, from headlines. Gonna be just half- Jeff going also, on and on. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Sir Mix-a-Lot is going to be the halftime entertainment. Yeah, this, yeah. well, he, he, didn't he play here a couple years ago? Great. <laughs> Greg writes, how much of the baseball team's struggles lead back to 11 not recruiting towards the end of his career combined with kids committing five years out 
takes longer to flip a baseball roster than a football or basketball one. Greg's concerned. Uh, there are a lot of reasons uh, that the roster is is, is as cheeks. it is. Um, but uh, yeah, it is cheeks. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Good job, Ira. You Speaking got that cheeks going. in there. Um, so, I don't know that we need. Uh, do we need to spend time on who to blame? I'm not going to pass that, that right? Uh, yeah, just, I'm not going to How do does that. it get him? How do you improve it? As the I was right, show right prepping question. the other day, though, and I wrote down a number. I pulled it up when I saw this question. We've lost eight pitchers Florida State has in the last two classes, and Dunn was the only one with you know significant innings. So we've lost a lot of guys, and they don't have arms. So I'm just going to start there. There's a bunch of guys that aren't here. Yeah, that uh, were here that either didn't pan out for whatever reason, and blame who you want. Uh, and 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 left, and then there were some who were playing well, and they left too, and uh, there you are. And it's all exacerbated by whatever's going on with Wyatt Crowell's arm. You know, I mean, that if doesn't he, help. If he had pitched these be, last two weekends, you may. I mean, the results are going to be different. I mean, you'd be fourteen and ten instead of twelve and twelve. But that's but better than losing nine is. straight or whatever. It, it is. is, but it's like what in the grand scheme they of this be, season. Great, you are still yeah. what you are, but um, it but it also it like it affects everything it, it, exactly, else. And, sure. it, and it and it hurts you for the whole weekend. Yes, it does. Because now you're going through five arms in a game, and you're having to pitch guys you don't want to pitch before they're ready, and then also you take a chance on a guy who would have a lesser role, and if it doesn't work out for him, and he folds early, and we've had that, then now you're taxing yeah. your bullpen. So you, no, you know. it certainly hasn't been great that your best arm has not pitched. Uh, your not only your best well, arm, one of the best arms in the United States hasn't pitched. Well, you, and, and and there doesn't seem to be a sense that that's going to happen anytime soon, guys. So Is that true Riachu, Riachu, Riachu? I'm not looking here. In the chat says that uh, it's 20 of the last 24 to the Gators. That Florida State has lost? Does that sound right? I mean, I, mean, I know there was a about, streak. Didn't they lose like, about 11 there, in a row? That, that happened. And then yeah. they, they won, they've won and they a won few. they won a couple. And then, I mean, yeah. 20, 4 and 20 seems about right. Oof. Yeah, this this program was surpassed by Talk Florida's about a program Bohica. some time ago. And it's really brutal. Yeah. And it's uh, and it's evident and you don't even have you to watch, play them just on. Watch, just but, watch batting practice. Yeah, well, as and you we, and I we did, got to. And just look at those players. I'm, I'm tired of it. It's nonsense. I got you. It's and, ridiculous. And you're not even having to play them on the weekend against their good starters. And you're still uh, losing four. You're still going four and 20 against them. Um, Eric, who you saw on the cruise, shouts you out and says, good job. Thanks for being nice to him. Um, you're welcome, Eric. I and, try to be nice. Uh, he mentioned something about spray tan. Ryan writes, <laughs> hey, thanks for all you guys. Don't just dismiss Eric. I'm sure it was a clever comment. Thank thanks you, for Eric. for all you guys provide every week. How do you think this program fares if Bob Stoops takes the job and is on that platform, especially given the toll the COVID year had? Is it reasonable to think the program is in worse shape today? If, oh, if he was there? If Bob Stoops had taken the job? Yeah. if they've Instead if, of uh, Taggart? Or, instead of Norvell. 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 Yeah, I think it's reasonable to I mean, it didn't work out. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. The big question there was always going to be, was the energy still there? Yeah. You know, he. Had, By the way, he, he was never going to take that job, and that was a bunch of buffoonery. But, but, I think at the time there was a feeling that Florida State had to swing for the fences because right. you had just let Jimbo leave and call you cheap on the way out, mm -hmm. and so everybody believed that. Then you hire Willie Taggart. And doesn't he look like a dumbass now? Well, he does. He sure does. Yeah, Jimbo? we should do a separate. Yeah. Show on that that press conference. Have you watched the press conference from the other day with Petrino? Oh, it's fantastic. With him talking about Petrino, it's it's unbelievable. It's weird that they still haven't talked about Corey, who's going to. You understand? A counter is a counter. Yeah, right. A Every, dig is a that. dig. Yeah. And the, the reality, you know what? That's the most true thing he said in that whole press <laughs> conference. He believes that crap. Like he believes that every offense well, is the same. He, he believes it. I don't. He think believes. So. He thinks it's all about execution. Well, he doesn't think it's about play calling. I, okay, I think both are true. 
I think he's being intellectually dishonest. Well, that's the myth. He, 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 when he talks, he's being intellectually dishonest. I'm saying dishonest. he knows damn well that there are differences in philosophy and offenses. He does. No, I agree with you. But he also, he thinks it's all about execution. Like, he, he thinks that that's what football well, is. Well, and yeah, man, it was. Yeah, and by the way, if that were the case, how does that, how does that still take, in your mind, if you think of every game Texas a played over the last two years, given the way he's recruited, right? right. So most of the time, they're bigger, stronger, faster? Yes. And they're not executing? So whose fault is that? Exactly. Yeah. Well, if whose why, fault was it after the NC State so, game when he said execution 64 times? But what I'm wondering is conference. why do you think that's the proper way to deflect? It only oh. looks worse on you again. It's like the scene in A Few Good Men where he's like, if if they're all if they always follow orders because people die, yeah. then why were you worried about them not following orders when you told them to stay away from Santiago? <laughs> right. And Nicholson right. didn't have an answer for there it. There was no he good got, answer. He got him right there. Because he ordered the code red. You're dang right yeah. he did. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the thing. The, the the there was a feeling at that time that you had to go get somebody bigger than you can't just take another chance on a younger coach. Uh, and I remember yeah, yeah. at the time saying, "Man, if it ends up being Mike Norvell, like that's going to be a tough sell to this yeah. fan base." Yeah, but people in the industry loved Mike, yeah, and they sure. were, and they all thought. And now it has worked out, but at the time, and then those first couple of years, man, it's like, you know that that's a. So that, oh, that yeah, there yeah, was yeah. a desire, especially when they sent out that thing. Was it the Renaissance or whatever? The thing they sent out to the boosters, asking for more money yeah, to bring back the program. <laughs> and then you go hire a guy from Memphis, which, again, it's worked out great. But there was a feeling that they needed to aim higher. I was thinking, like, last night watching him speak to those people. Well, shout at those people. Um, it, the, and they're very energetic, and they're very happy. I was like, man. This really did turn out well for Florida State. This guy right now at this time, in he's this in a moment, good spot right now. He, but he's got. There's still. There's, there's always going to be pressure. You sure. got to go out and, and play well this year. That's what he kept saying. He's like, it's Florida State, man. There's always going to be expectations. But yeah, I'm glad that he hasn't run from those, and he understands that they're supposed to be good this year. He knows it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. You can't. You can't pussyfoot around here. You, you're always going to be expected to win a lot of games, and once you show that you can, they won ten last year, and they blew a lot of teams out last year. Yeah. Uh, and they beat LSU on a big stage, and they've recruited pretty well, especially in the portal, and they've bolstered this lineup, and you've got a veteran quarterback that's a Heisman candidate. You can't shirk responsibility for this year. they got to go win 10-plus games. Yeah, what, what he said, though, is, like, I'm not just worried about expectations for this year, like this year coming up. Like, this is this is what we're always going to be about. This is what we're always going to yeah, want. Yeah, that's the, that's and it's the just idea. the right message to say, and I just think after the way Jimbo left, Willie's tenure, this dude, the fact that there's proof in concept now because they've won games, his his personality, the way he talks, I legitimately think people are excited that he's their head coach. I think one of the and best things, be. yeah, I think what carries over, and you're right on this, but it, it's one of the things right off the bat that I liked and we just hoped, I think we all hoped, for the good of our jobs and the program, that it would work because I've said before there are good coaches who get fired was that I do think that this guy loves football and was raised in some ways. The male figures in his life were football coaches. And he's very relatable. The players see it. And when he talks about that, I always found that to be genuine. Some of the other yeah. stuff that I'm teasing him about with the preaching, that's whatever. But when he talks about football and growing up playing football and the most influential men in his life were football coaches and what it meant and, and why he's had that passion for the – well, I think that's true, and I think he wants to carry on that legacy. Well, players can pick up on that, and that that will be something that is in place as long as he's here because I don't think that ever goes away. 
Other stuff that coaches say, sometimes there's a talking points or they're whatever. They're meant for the media. But that is very genuine, and that's the connection. And I think fans can see that just like players can. Well, I was going to say, and I think that's why part of it's a big part of why they've been so successful with the portal is because when those portal kids talk to current players, they don't want and any they, BS. And they're told that, that, no, this is who they are. This is what this coaching staff is. The stuff they're telling you, that is who they are. That's what been our experience as well. That carries a lot yeah. of weight. And those guys, those portal guys, this is their last shot, and they don't want to be BS. Yeah, they've been around the block. They've seen it all. They've heard all the dumb stuff, and they don't have time. It's, yeah. They got to go play and play well now, and they got to do. I just also like that that always plays. That works. Like I was talking to Bryant McFadden today. Bryant McFadden and I are going to be doing some stuff on Warchant TV, Warchant.com, and, and podcast. going to be so much fun. It's going to be uh, come out on Thursday. Tomorrow you'll hear from BMAC. He's going to join me on the Jeff Cameron Show. But I was talking to him about Mickey Andrews, and we were going through this. This is a talking point that makes sense. And he was saying that, you know, Mickey couldn't coach today because of the things that he said, right? He was, he was having fun with it. And I, I said to him, but it always worked, and I've never met a defensive player that didn't love him because you knew he cared about you. And he's like, exactly. Yeah. You can say you can coach hard and say incredibly insane things to people if they know it's born out of love and they're caring about you being better. If people didn't see the stuff you said to Corey, or if they saw <laughs> the things or heard the things you say to Corey after these shows, yeah. But he knows. He knows that know I'm just making a, him better. It, it comes from a good place. Man. It comes yeah. from a good place. I don't know why you have to kick me, so, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm working my way through that. Sometimes it gets uncomfortable for the rest of us. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. When he starts karate kicking me <laughs> right it, in the stomach. Well, that that's just after we've gone over something three or four times. <laughs> at some point, long. we got to go take another level. But, uh, yeah, so, anyhow, that's Sean Wright's. I have my finger on the panic button with our baseball team. I don't want to push it. I believe in this team, but when should I push it? Man, you right now you should yeah mash you should have pushed it five Sean, days ago. Sean Corey's right. jump on top of the button over and over <laughs> again. Not about the program until you break the button. But the 2023 Florida State baseball team, yes, you should be mashing the panic button. I yeah. don't even think they should be panicked anymore. Just realize. Yeah, they're not good. It's not I a good baseball team. I feel really bad for Link. The one thing I would say is, and I think people are starting to make this comparison and feeling like it might be like Norvell's first season with football where it's like, man, this there's only so much you can do. You've yeah. got a lot you of – you inherited a really here. tough situation. And maybe because people have just lived through that with football. They don't and want to, saw, they come don't to want the other hear side, that. Yeah. Maybe they'll have some grace mm, in uh, – yeah. And, and understand that you guys know Taylor Swift is doing three stadium shows in Tampa. And so Stephanie and, and her daughter are going the first night, Thursday night. Yeah. But hey, hold on. Before My you kids, go down wife here, and kids are going the second night. I, I love the humor. That's fine. I think it's important something you said there, though. And I want to make sure we get this out there because I don't want to foster it and it'll piss me off because fans can be silly. Um, we're not saying the program's in trouble, we're saying they suck this year, guys. Yes. Yeah. Now, Link and his staff. Have already proven they can coach at this level. At this level, yeah, they've already proven it. So there's no evidence that there he's not the guy or it's not going to work. He's proven it. he won at lesser places, and and big. He took Notre Dame to the College World Series. And if you guys don't know that Notre Dame program is a nightmare in comparison to Florida State. The facilities suck. Nobody goes to the games. They don't care. They historically they've been irrelevant. So he's proven he can coach. That's not it. But they stink this year, you, yeah. and you can be very concerned about how this is going to end. I actually do, having said all that, think they're going to be better at season's end than they are now. Well, how could they be worse well, unless they get, just Jeff's, played with seven guys? Jeff's got them going to the postseason. I think they'll get into the postseason. Yikes. All right. Just 
<laughs> just by a smidge. <laughs> okay. By the skin of the veneer. Yeah, that's yeah, it. There, that's well right. done, sir. On that note, Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV continues in a moment. What's up, guys? Our next partner that you're going to hear from is Athletic Greens. You've heard me talk about Athletic Greens in the past. Happy to talk about them again. I take Athletic Greens every day, and I gave them a try because certainly I wanted more energy, sustained energy. I wanted to support my immune system. I don't like taking pills and vitamins per se, and I wanted something that tasted good too. And the first time I tried it, I was very surprised. Uh, it had an appreciable effect on my energy levels. And also, uh, over time, you'll note that it uh, it helps your skin, your hair, your nails. I don't have a lot of hair, but if I did, I bet I could feel that. I bet I could tell. It's a comprehensive health uh, habit, and uh, it is a, a powerful one at that. AG1 is great for recovery. Uh, that's Athletic Greens. And uh, I, I take mine basically when I wake up every morning. I don't have to worry about it because you get all the nutrients that you want. It's the best way to ensure that you're going to get all of your vitamins. It's a carbon-neutral business, by the way, if that's important to you. It is to a lot of people, and that's good to know as well. I would also note that uh, it is a comprehensive solution to what you need from a supplement routine. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs right now with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Helps me out, guys, if you use that. Not financially, but it lets them know that you heard this ad on my show. And I do take it, and I am vouching for them because I enjoy their product. It's athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Check it out. I think you'll note the difference in your life with a simple drink each and every morning to start your day. Athleticgreens.com slash JCS. You don't have to play the music because i got to tell the fine folks about the, the fact that the NFL season has come to an end. Yes, it has, in case you didn't notice. But in my bookie, the opportunities don't win or to win don't stop. Get it together. Whether you bet to earn or make the games more exciting, my bookie gives you the most for your money with a redesigned deposit bonus. Getting started is easy. Just visit mybookie.ag. Use the promo code WARCHANT to claim a bonus of up to $2,000. Use the promo code WARCHANT to get a deposit bonus that gives you extra funds to play with all the way up to two grand. With my bookie, bet on the NBA, NHL, UFC, or play for the share of the big cash prizes in the weekly online blackjack tournaments. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win like my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Corey, are you going to stop and get some food on the way over to practice? Your mic's not on. i got to let you answer. Go ahead. I think so. Why? Well, yeah. Just, I just thought What a weird question. I'm starving. Oh, okay. All right. As we were coming out of break, it hit me how hungry I am. And I heard the uh, Register Sausage commercial, and I thought, man. That sounds good right now, doesn't it? That would hit now, the spot it? right now. Yeah. Big old Register Sausage, baby. Any questions in the chat that I've ignored? Because I largely ignore the chat while conducting the show. Not so, not, okay, not so much. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure. Uh, There's a little debate about whether or not Jimbo is valuable or not. Like, Jimbo's worth to the Florida State program. Not worth, but, like, should he be revered or not? That kind of thing. Well, That's, I don't know about the, revered, but he did win a national championship the, in 29 straight. The uh, battle for all time. We'll, we'll always I think in, have like, unresolved this maybe issues. Maybe 2040, you put up a statue of him? No. No, no, no statues. Uh Three, I think one twenty nine in a row. Reasonable that Florida should be fan. honored somewhere in the stadium. By the way, the twenty nine game winning streak. Reasonable uh, Florida fans have this debate about Urban Meyer. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. My stepdad's a bull gator. He hates Urban Meyer. He thinks he's an ass clown and an embarrassment. He's yeah. won two national titles. I think their vitriol is more towards Urban than even Florida State towards Jimbo. It might be. I think so. Because more universal. He, he left for a year. Also, you know, as much as we, uh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, degrade Jimbo a little bit, he was more likable than Urban Meyer. Right. And so you had to put up with the devil. You made the deal with the devil. He left for a year for heart issues and then goes win national championship with uh, Ohio State. That probably still rubs. Florida you don't think the heart issues were real? I, I don't – I mean, if he, they are, congrats to him for finding that new bill of health. It's just like he wanted to spend more time with his family. Yeah. You don't yeah. think that was sincere? He wanted to spend more time with them in Columbus. Yeah. Uh, and the, the, uh, the women of Columbus. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was a fan. She just wanted an autograph. Yeah. yeah he was in town visiting his grandchildren. Yeah, a little handsy. A little handsy there, Urban. Over under two and a half defensive touchdowns this year. That from Burke. We only had – Five total in the last five years. Did you know that? Sweet Jesus. Really? Seven turnovers in all last year. Right? Yeah, seven interceptions. Seven interceptions. Um, I would say under then. Just going by that simple math, I'm going to say under. They're going to be better, though. They should They're be gonna better. Create, they, can, they can create more confusion because of the amount of looks that they can pro- provide up front that they haven't had the depth to do. You know what bothers me the about? They, they should have had another one last year on that bad snap Miami had at the goal line after the Jamie Robinson mm-hmm. play. I don't, why is the offensive lineman chasing Jared Burst down the field 30 yards later? Like, that bothered me. Like, that should have been a walk-in touchdown for Jared Burst, a 90-yarder. Why is he getting caught? Well, he didn't get caught. He had to pick up the ball. Yeah. And then by yeah. the time he picked up the ball, and I think Burst actually got hurt on that play. The dude slammed him pretty good into the ground. But it's like, man, he should have just given up. That's what they do down there when they're behind. I can't believe that lineman chased them down. In 2013, we had eight defensive scores by way of comparison. TCU had, had two pick in, sixes against Michigan alone. Yeah. He's a lot. I think eight is a ton, and they had two in, like, back-to-back plays against Wake that, that game. Remember that? Like, yeah. uh, Ramsey had one, and Nate Andrews had one. Um, You're a D.C. playing against FSU. This is from Timmy. Man, we thought Nate Andrews was going to be the bomb. Man, he was something. He got hurt, though. Who are you double-teaming, Bell or Wilson? Wilson. As much as you can, an outside receiver. Yeah. Um, But that's the good news. Is that's good news for everybody else. Uh, Nate writes, instead of Taylor Swift talk, can we get an update on Ira's crocheting and quilting adventures? It's not Ira. Ira's wife, Kim, is a master crocheter <laughs> and uh, quilter, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that one day I brought it to everybody's attention because I couldn't help it. He was doing an interview, and in that interview, all I could see were balls of yarn. And I thought, <laughs> what are we doing here? What is happening? They're skeins of yarn. Is it's that what everywhere. they're called? Skeens. I would not know that. But is that what they're called? Skeens. I, Ira certainly knows. They're just making up words. Yeah. There's no way that's real. Um, and, How, and, and I would think Kim is still awesome at it. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. We She's love a it. master. Master. Do you, I have, just, do you have any Afghans? Oh, does she make, do we? Does no, she make she Afghans? She doesn't make Afghans. But uh, blankets, sweaters, cardigans, gloves, you want it, you name it. But we can't ever sell any of it. No. My thing is, it's just a hobby. Like, hey, how about we sell some of it? You like making it. It costs us a lot of money to purchase this yarn. Maybe we could sell some. Are of people it. not buying buying the blankets? They don't. They don't. They're not down with it. No, she just like, she, she gives them it. to people. Or yeah, it's a kind-hearted thing to do. Our dog has one. Lots of people need blankets. I mean, I'll, yeah, that's right. Why don't you donate? Why don't she? She should donate I mean, them. She, I think she has donated oh, okay. them. I'm, my point is, we could sell them. Right. Let's make money. It's your. You like doing this anyway. Why, yeah. If I could sell articles, like just on yeah. if my spare time, I could write something and sell it, 
I damn sure would. I know you would, I buddy. can't get Kim to would. sell any of her stuff. Well, I'll commission something then. I, I would like a garnet and gold afghan. Okay. Can, <laughs> I'd like a blanket. All right. With a uh, can, with a picture of me. I don't think on she's going to think this is a great idea. Let's do this it. I'll problem. pay. What's the going rate for that? A thousand dollars. I'll give a thousand dollars for that. R. Wilmer writes, "Hello, Ira, Corey, and Jeff. What is each of your thoughts on how the tight end room has progressed and uh, and helped our offense? I, I'm over the moon about it because I think that uh, Kyle Morlock is going to play a lot. Yeah, he's I been think, impressive. He's been really good. He's bigger than I thought he was going to be." And fluid, uh, fluid too. He's he's gonna be good, and we already know Jaheim Bell is versatile and gonna be good. And then I like Biscuit, so that room has done a 180, just like the offensive line room. That room sucked to high heaven forever, and now it doesn't. I just like my my favorite part of the spring probably is listening to Norvell and Alex Atkins discuss why it's better without trying to crap without on, trying to <laughs> disparage <Yeah>. the other guys. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. We both laughed when he he caught himself. He's like, well, you know, with that room now, we have the ability. Not, not that we didn't have the ability. <laughs> like, you, know, you can say it. That you didn't have the ability. They were terrible. <laughs> Just go ahead. Say it. Uh, it's The room is really, really improved, and it's going to be exciting in the ways that it affects the offense because you really are in trouble if you're a defense against this offense. I this offense is going to be one of the best 10 offenses in the country, period. And Jaheim is just a different, like, that's just not normal what he does at that size, at that position. He's going to be, I mean, that's as big as getting any of the, like, almost any other receiver in the country. What he's going to mean to this offense. Um, he, he's, he, he and Kyle. They're yeah, man, they're both going to the, yeah. be. I just don't, we don't know, I guess, what their blocking is like, but they're in the passing game. They're, they're coming along, man. I mean, I watched them a little bit. They can block. I mean, they're not, they're not afraid to block. It's not like they're going to be liabilities out. Right. Uh, Miss Webb Silver Chief writes, uh, in the spring of hurt feelings, which is what I called it, what do you guys see the coaching staff doing in particular to keep our culture solid and positive? Hmm, that's a good question. Yeah, I, I think it's, you know, if your culture is good, which I think it is, we all think it is. I mean, I think it's it's all around them. You know, it's like they're getting it from all over. That's why I think like a situation with like Treshawn Ward deciding to leave, Derek McClendon deciding to leave. Like nobody's mad or anything. Like it's they're everybody's pulling in the same direction. So I think it's, it's I don't think they have to be as intentional about it anymore as maybe you did two years ago. Yeah, it will get interesting though. I think there's no way to avoid some hiccups along the way as you have to try to get some guys to take it on down the road and you recruit over guys. Just it's gonna happen eventually. But you're right, they're in a really good place right now. Once you sustain winning and the competition continues to elevate, and you know, I, I just think that at some point you will have some probably some hurt feelings. But like, think, but think of when when basketball was good, Leonard was able to handle that incredibly well. Yeah, right. I mean, those guys, even those guys were the days, weren't they? Woo! Wasn't that long ago? My no. God! But you're right, they did. <laughs> they surely did. Uh, that should give Florida State fans hope, right? Like Miami was terrible a few years ago. Like Florida State would beat them by thirty points. And now they're uh, they're two wins away from a national championship. So it could happen here, too, everyone. Uh, we've got what's the likelihood that FSU's next QB1 is not currently on the roster? Ooh, that's what percentage chance would you put that at? I'm going to say not on the roster. It's that, not on the that, roster right now. So we're thinking maybe it's Chrome and Hawk or mm -hmm. a transfer or a transfer. It's definitely not. You wouldn't think it'd be a true freshman. I, I would say I say 25 percent. That's interesting. Probably fair. I. That's not terrible, Corey. That's pretty good. Usually your hyperbole gets the best of you, but that's pretty solid. I, I, I dialed it down a little bit. Yeah. 
I didn't say 90%. I believe in those guys. Uh, Going to need all of them to take a step, though, because if they don't, it's not like it'd be really hard to sell this offense to a really good quarterback that's right. out there in the portal. Somebody that's better than who you have on your roster. They will come yeah, it's running not, it's for not a, it's not absurd to think about. You're right. It's not. I, I do. That's an interesting, delicate matter as how, well. How many, and you guys watch more college football outside of Florida State than I do. Like, how common is it for somebody, a quarterback, to go to a new system? This isn't, you know, my guy following Lincoln Riley to USC. Right. To go to a whole new system and in one year be really good. Like, Russell Wilson did it back in the day. Did it. Went to Wisconsin, yes. Uh, from NC State. I mean, State. so, like. What do we think the chances are that even if he gets somebody who's great, that they would be better in year one in this system just having a spring to get ready versus Tate, who's been in the system three It certainly depends on the level of talent. I mean, obviously, if it's a guy that played in a similar system, Ira, and he's really uh, multidimensional because Jordan is, right, mm -hmm. they could, then probably could figure it out pretty quickly. Um, that's just going to be a fascinating – that's a great question, and that's a tough percentage to come up with because it's not just Tate. You know, let's just say they decide Tate can't do it, and they they don't want him to be the guy. But what if Duffy's not ready? Right. And you don't you're not ready to start Brock. So then you would go outside, and one of those guys would leave. They would, yes, because you got course. another quarterback coming in. Somebody would be like, well, peace. I mean, obviously yeah. Tate would leave if he didn't. If get you brought a portal guy in, I think two guys would leave. Yeah, there's a real good chance of that. Yeah, man, that's that that's why this spring and specifically this August is going to be really important. I think that will tell us. What they think of, uh, I mean, that's going to be a real, because once the season starts, it's not like you work your way up the depth chart much at quarterback, right? Once the season starts, you're just, yeah, no, you're, not you're, getting you're enough preparing reps. week to week, yeah. you're getting your normal reps. Right now in August is when the jockeying starts, and it'll be interesting to see where they, we won't know it, they won't tell us, but where they end up on the depth chart uh, when LSU is, comes around. Seminole Wagers writes, do you think we'll see Bell used uh, in goal line situations like we did Lundy? I don't know that you have to because you have Benson and you've got an offensive line now where you can go unbalanced and you can go big and you can get a push. I don't know that you need to. He did some of that at South Carolina, obviously. But I have I, not seen this, and even if I had, I wouldn't be allowed to say it. But, um, I mean, what if you put him in the Wildcat when you got down the two-yard line? You had Bell and Benson back there. But I don't think you have to get cute like that. I mean, not that, that's not I don't real know that cute. That's, cute. that's, that's not real cute good anymore. Short yardage for I, I'm just saying you, you should be able to get a push this year. You can almost just run traditional and just go heavy. Evan asked in the chat, how many years does Morlock have? And it's uh, it's actually two. He's a redshirt junior. And we actually have several responses to my question about a quarterback having success in first year in a new system. Uh, Jalen Hurts is a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Justin, well, everybody has success in Lincoln Riley's system. Justin Fields. Yeah. And uh, Justin Fields, just not quite the player Jake Fromm was. Yeah. Was Baker Mayfield, like, was that his, as soon as he got there day one? At Oklahoma when he left Texas Tech? Yeah. Was it right? It I was couldn't remember. Not I didn't right know away, he... but it was pretty soon. I mean, he, yeah. Well, Lincoln, Lincoln's done some things with quarterbacks. Yeah, you almost he... can't even use Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. They don't count. Right. They, they're they're out Heisman yeah. winners. There's a yeah. common, yeah, there's a common thread there. Yeah. Uh, hey guys, thanks to Ira for answering my question. This is from KD regarding taking my girls to a softball game. Uh, when should we start to hear news related to the basketball roster? Any day now, brother. Wow. Well, any hour, any, any minute. Any day now. Been waiting around here every hour. I'm also more ready not just to see who's in the portal from Florida State, who's coming on down to Tallahassee from other parts. Well, I'm kind they, of more interested in that. Right. They're, they're, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're uh, real quick on that topic. So there are they, they're in the mix. There's been reports of them in the mix, probably, I don't know, six, seven different transfers out there. The Florida State's one of the schools that's recruiting them. We haven't heard anything about anything official, like in terms of visits yet or how far they're go how well they're doing there. 
but they're active, and we know they're trying to get about four players is what they're trying to do, and you would assume four are going to have to leave. But yes. as I've reminded people, people panicking on our message boards, those people don't have to leave before you go find four new players. I mean, like Florida State's over right now in football. Like you can sign those guys or get those guys to commit because they're not signing anything anyway. Yeah, they're going to be enrolling in the summer. Uh, so you know, there's time on the 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 exits that that can happen as we go. But um, there are medical hardships that happen all the time. We'll see. The kid uh, can be like, "Well, I'm not hurt," and you're like, "Well, look over there real quick," and then you we need to, leg. We need a several. Don't let the door hit you in the ass moments. Yeah, I think they ass. actually need five to leave because they have one freshman coming in. So I think you're going to be looking for about five guys to uh, move on. The freshman's on supposed road. to be pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Uh, did Corey get the show a new spray tan sponsor yet? No, but I should. That's what that'll be something we do in the summer during the down days in ju- June and July. I'll be uh, I'll go darker and darker each week. <laughs> like with- tan mom? Yes, until I'm just that? orange. Yeah. Um, Coach, it's Norvell. all gone. By the way, is it? They, they don't last for a very long time. It's all except on my feet. I got a couple of <laughs> little splotches on my feet that won't go away. Coach Norvell approaches the Seminole Headlines crew and offers the chance to coach the second half of the spring showcase. Which role do you each play, and what would you want to put through a test drive? Well, mm. I'm the special teams coordinator, I guess. You like that? Yeah, we're uh, not doing you, it. You can have it. Yeah, yeah. You can well, have it, buddy. They're practice. They, they've Ooh. done a lot of reps. Uh, what would I want to put through the tester, the test drive? It, it, it doesn't. I mean, golly, that's. I want to see more of Winston Wright, um, just because I'm excited about what he could be. I'd probably call things that were Winston Wright centric. Mm. <laughs> I want to see him make plays in a competitive setting. I'm going over to Jared. I'm I'm gonna be offensive coordinator. Okay. And I'm going to have a little conversation with Jared Verse and recruit him to the offensive side of the ball. Mm. Let him be a tight end. See if maybe do a little something in the goal line. Maybe, yeah, a little little tight end, a little waggle maybe, something. We can figure out a way to get Jared Verse. I think he would like that. I think he he, would probably have a blast with that. I think he would have a good time. And he would tell you about it afterwards. Yeah, there's no doubt. I would also run – I'd I'd run several times right at Patrick Payton. Just to see what he is. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's see if we're, Challenge him a little we're bit. really getting to where we think we think we are. Here. He's let's got five be a man. months. To, I got big offensive line. I got a big back. Yeah. I can lead with somebody if I want, like Bell. I'm going to run right at you. See what you got. I I'm would putting, just throw uh, go routes to uh, Bandy. Man, you and Jeff Bowden. Bandy, going, J- Bandy Jacobs. Downtown. I'm going with the jumbo package. I'm getting Farmer. I'm going to get two or three defensive linemen in the backfield. To help you out. With the hell, Bell behind them. Uh-huh. And then we're gonna we're gonna do the play action and throw it to Jerry Verse. We have four defensive play. linemen it's, on the it's, field. It's a fun play. I don't think Norvell's gonna let you do all that kind of I stuff. I mean, I think he's just like, hey man, he, just call a runner. It's a, a hypothetical. He came yeah. to us and asked yeah, us. Yeah, it's a hypothetical. Seminole headlines. Ninety three three Real Talk Radio. War Chat TV continues in a moment. Seminole headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Let's keep these questions rolling. I'll get to more of them here momentarily. Anything in the chat, Ira? While I well, flip back over. No, but I was going to say just kind of following up on that quarterback thing. Yeah, there are a few examples of transfers who come in and done well, but man, there's a whole lot of them that have transferred and not been good at all. Like there's yeah. a lot of. Transfers that have gone to schools that everybody thought like the Slovis, whatever kid from mm-hmm. that went to Pitt, like and he's Pitt, transferred yeah. again, and like there's a lot of examples of guys that people assumed 
It's a challenge. I mean, it's, the dude at Georgia who's been to every team in the country. The uh, guy from yeah. USC that yeah. is escaping me right now. I can't JT remember. Daniels? Yeah, yeah JT, JT Daniels. Daniels. The U- don't been forget, for 100 teams. You had Hornswoggle here for a year with James Blackman. You had Everett Golson. <laughs> Golson. You Golson had some was guys now. You've had some guys. You've had a good run of transfer quarterbacks. I actually think anybody that they would tab to bring in here in that specific scenario would almost be uh, can't miss. Yeah, ready Also, yeah, also I, I think Norvell and the way he runs his offense – and Atkins and the staff would tailor things around whatever that guy's good at, course, it's as opposed to as yes. opposed to this is my offense. Uh, and you I wonder execute. who you could be alluding I don't to. Know. Come on, man. Yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. Throw come on, guys. No, I I think you're 100 percent correct. Uh, Boner wants to know: Does Destin Hill exist? Apparently, yes. He does. I think he does. We I've never seen him in person. I've never seen him. Yeah. Only on Instagram when he committed, but uh, could be coming soon. You maybe we've all been catfished by Destin Hill. <laughs> It could be. It could be a thing. Uh, Boner's second question was, does FSU do drills to help tackle better? You know, I got to tell you, Boner. I like I like the fact that you just want to say his name as many times as possible and as the, loudly as possible. One of the problems that we have in big-time college football uh, these days, Boner, <laughs> is that uh, nobody tackles anybody like they used to. I'm going to be the old man uh, and tell you the way things were back in my day. All we did was tackle. And it's true. That like things aren't always better in the olden days, and I'm not sure they were better. But everybody could tackle because that's what they did every damn day. We tackled in full pads all the time and didn't drink water. Uh, no, and it was ridiculous. People died, Corey. Yeah, didn't and drink just, water. Just, just ate salt. What I'm saying is, you had to tackle because that's all anybody knew how to do. We did Oklahoma drills all damn day. I got so tired of trying to tackle William Floyd's big ass. I was about cried every day. It was awful. But that that's and and when I first started covering Florida State, they tackled all the time live. But they don't anymore. They don't. It, and so you do see worse tackling. Now, one of the things that changes is that if you're good enough to get to the NFL, you know how to tackle. And they're not taking guys that can't. But you do see there's so many teams in college football. You just see it. It's it's a problem. It is. So uh, the answer is kind of no. Well, no, they don't. You would. They don't practice tackling you to the ground. They thud. well, that's a tackle. They Corey. Yes, that's correct. Called tackling. They 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 practice hitting. They practice you know technique, but they're not taking anybody to the ground. They won't do that. The first person they take to the ground will probably be Jaden Daniels. Hopefully, uh, 100 yard dash. U three. Oh my God. What? We know who's Cor- not winning. Oh, Cor- I my think Corey's God. winning. I, I don't know. I, Jeff's obviously close. much more athletic than I am, but I, I have been. The longer been... stride, you were quick. You're younger than me. You might have it because I don't know that I could do a 100-yard sprint without pulling a hamstring. I don't even I mean want that, I, I don't think I would try. I don't think I would I'm try. I'm not getting hurt just trying to win a race I, for I, this dude. I feel like I've finally matured to the point that I don't need to do that stuff anymore. You know what would have happened 10 years ago? 10 years we'd ago. We'd be doing it in the parking we'd lot. We'd be racing today. No, because I wouldn't trust that I could beat you. In fact, I know oh, I couldn't Are you a front you. runner? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I'm not going to race you if I think I'm going to lose, and I know I would lose. You, You're a you, college athlete. Yeah, you would have lost to me back in the day, but you would probably beat me now. I don't know. I, I mean, you've lost all that weight, but I don't think either one of us would make it without getting hurt. No, exactly right. <laughs> in fact, my heel right now, I can't run anyway. Well, I, I went to heel. Orange Theory today and got after it, buddy. I, can't I was go to looking Orange. all around for you. I do. Where's Mr. I, Orange Theory? Where is he? I do. When I go to Orange Theory, I right now I get to power walk. Like a ninety-year-old oh, up a hill, like Chris man. Paul in the commercial. Like crazy, exactly what I'm doing. That's a good look. It is a really good look. You look really cool and athletic when you're power walking. But that's what I have to do because of my heel. Uh, but yeah, I think I, because I had a buddy of mine. It's not your was, Achilles, right? That was play. I don't think it's my Achilles. Good. But uh, he was playing adult soccer. He just got back from an Achilles tear last year. Oh no! 
and then he just tore his ACL. Yeah, and I'm like, buddy, you you maybe at stop some playing point soccer. you got to call it a day. Yeah. When I the second time I broke my damn arm, I did it playing stupid city ass yeah softball. city league softball on a diving catch because I didn't want the guy to get, score from second. Now it's a hell of a play, and I held him right. at second, but I also broke my wrist. And I remember Matt Millar looking at me like, "Are you insane?" And I got to the doctor, and he said, "What are you doing?" How old are you? Why are you diving for balls? You're going to break everything in your yeah, body. Yeah, you really shouldn't. It's At okay to point. play adult softball. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. don't play it like well, that. Well, I'm competitive, Corey. Yeah, You're not taking a base that, on me. You're not taking a base on me. You can't turn that faucet no. off. So, Ira, you were going to say something. Yeah, I was going to say one of the guys I play racquetball with who is – yeah, I think he's finally hung it up. You called but, it a day, And huh? he had both shoulders re- replaced. Oh. I think a knee replaced. Yeah, man. Diving into and, walls. And, and, dude, like, as soon as he was rehabbing, he was, like, back there playing again. For what? I mean, you just can't turn that. I guess Pride, you just can't baby. turn that switch off. I can't let Ira have that point. I can get to that ball. Yeah, he I may be. hurt myself. But... Ken, you weren't beating me anyway, Ken. Uh, and <laughs> no, see, see, I'm, see, play. right. I'm playing a, around. This is why. I'm joking. Corey, this is why. Ken, I love you. Uh, But you weren't beating him. What up, fellas, writes Brian, with March Madness winding down. How about we take a trip down memory lane to the good old days with Seminole basketball? What's your favorite Seminole basketball March Madness moment? Mine would be Savoy lighting up Xavier, knocking them out in 2018. That was a good moment. Yeah, I was there. I was in the house for that. That was It was so unexpected because they were down like 14 yeah, in the second half of, the... of that game. And that Xavier team was good. Yeah. They had that white kid that was really annoying but really good. Yeah. What was his name? J.P. something. Yeah, but they can suck it because they lost. Yeah, they lost. They uh, lost. Chris That's Mack right. lost to Leonard Hamilton quite a bit. Yeah. 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 Um, but that was it because Xavier was the one seed. It was right after Cincinnati had blown that huge lead in Nevada. Yep. With uh, the guy that's now at Arkansas. And they jumped on our table and celebrated right before the Florida State Xavier game. And I just thought the schadenfreude of all because Xavier and Cincinnati are obviously huge rivals. And all those Xavier fans were so um, excited that right. Cincinnati had blown a game like and then that. They just, and, then they, and, they, and then they had a 14 point lead in the exact My same thing. My kids were, were uh, sleeping, we were in a hotel room on the beach. And the kids were sleeping in the other bed, and my wife doesn't care anything about basketball, but she cares about FSU because she's a four-state grad. So she was kind of like, what's going on? She was tired. We've been on the water all day long. And so she's falling asleep. My kids are asleep, and I'm locked in. And I go downstairs to the bar and grab some beers to come up because it's intense. And I'm getting nervous, and I care. And now the fan in me is coming out. And and when when the bombs start getting dropped by Savoy, I couldn't help it. I had to wake everybody up. I'm like, we're going to win this bitch. <laughs> yeah. We're going to win this. Man, it, it just like, yeah, it kind of, Trent Forrest kind of took over there in like the last yeah. five minutes. And it was like, man, you you were like, okay, they're, I was just cool that they weren't going to get blown out. Right. Like, uh, and they, they made it a game. And then all of a sudden, you're like, well, they got a chance here. And oh, no, now they got the lead with a minute to go after Savoy hit that three. Was, that was, was a, incredible. That was a really cool moment. And I would say that or, um, man, I don't know. I Well, Along the, the, the Notre run. Dame game a long time ago oh, when they yeah, beat them in Chicago. They, yeah, and they were the two seed or whatever yeah. they and were. That was yeah. good. That was and we stomped on somebody's chest just like um that was who was it? Who did that? It was uh I mean Hansborough's, Hansborough's brother, brother was there. Well, he on was that the one who got stomped on. Yeah, it was awesome. Who's the tall skinny kid for us that did it? It wasn't well, I don't know. Kreft? No, no Kreft no, wasn't there no, back no, then. No. Skinny skinny. Tall. A lobby? I don't think it was him. I gotta go back and look at that roster. Jarquez? Uh, R.A. Andrews. Oh, I did. A, I pulled a Corey. Got the whole name out there. There you go. Nice. Uh, says that Corey should show up Monday at Hauser to ask Link a program-defining question. Ha! We That's need true. A, right. He also said we need a stare down from you and Link. Like you need to give Link the stare. Like, hey man, 
This ain't it. How what are you, you going to any of these kids to come play it with you? What, what, how are we doing this, Link? What are you telling pitchers? Yeah, what are, you, what are you telling pitchers other than, hey, you got a lot of playing time here if you come. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of innings available. I dare you to do it. Well, I, I'm, I, I think the, that's next year, right? The end of the year. Yeah, that's right. Not for, that's not a first-year question. That's you can't do it the question. first year. Yeah. I think that's fair. Uh, we had a lot of compliments, a lot of people saying that uh, they love the show, and I didn't want to ignore all of that, but we got one minute left in the show. Vishal writes, hi, guys, love the show. Question for you. Who had a greater impact to uh, to the coach, Ron Simmons for Bobby Bowden or Jermaine Johnson for Mike Norvell? Wow. It's a good question, it's man. It's Vishal bringing it, as always. I'm going to say Ron Simmons. Good job, Vishal. I feel like, yeah, probably. Well, yeah, because there's also a longer impact. But yeah. isn't that something? Yeah, he was here for four years and was awesome for four years. But I think that's something maybe we talk about in 10 years. Like, we'll know more about Jermaine, Jermaine Johnson's Jermaine was impact. one year. It did make an impact. Ron Simmons is the But what answer. he did for the program and, like, other people it was coming. It a big deal. No, it was no a really well, big I, deal. I've, I've said it, but it's, just hard to, it's not Ron Simmons. Hard to match yeah, Ron Simmons. Simmons was something else. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of who people say I look like now, physically. <laughs> Ron Sim, I mean, do y'all see it at all? No, not at oh, all. Okay. Not at all. Well, whatever. Ferrara Chaffel and Ron Simmons-esque Corey Clark. <laughs> I'm Jeff Cameron. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be well, and we'll talk to you next time. Good job, Director Matthew. Always peace.